0: You have to be your biggest fan and when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working but there's something inside of you that says I just have to follow that because you don't know who you're going to be, who you're going to be, who you're gonna be.
1: You're listening to the Grieving Together Show, a podcast that journeys through grief with individuals, couples, and families who have experienced the loss of someone that they love. Hi, my name is Kelly Bro, co-founder of Redbird Ministries, a pro-life, pro-family Catholic grief support ministry located in the Diocese of Lafayette, Louisiana. I'm sitting down today with grieving families who have been impacted by loss, asking specific questions how they found healing and hope in the middle of the storm, the lessons they learned, and tips we can all use to survive loss while staying close to our faith. I encourage you to lean in and allow God to love you through our words and take to heart what these incredible families have endured and how they have rise above their suffering. We hope you enjoy today's show today on the grieving together show we are featuring hugs from heaven hugs from heaven is a Dow company for believers and was founded by a South Louisiana Catholic wife and mom of four Julie Marceau Romero she was inspired by her own real-life experience when her brother Chad went through life threatening transplant surgeries at Mercy Medical Hospital in New Orleans Louisiana during the operations Julie prayed in the chapel wishing for the lord's physical presence to hold and comfort her in this moment she received a clear vision from jesus to create a hug from heaven a soft pillow doll in his image in 2017 julie sold the hugs from heaven brand to a fellow south louisiana native customer and friend jennifer angel now jennifer and her family are taking these beloved characters beyond louisiana expanding across the country and sharing hugs around the world sharing hugs is their call to pope john paul's ask for the new evangelization with each sale they give back a portion of their income to those in need like the sisters of life in new york city Baby Jesus Children Hospital in Rome, Italy, Don Bosco Center for Youth in St. Martinville, Louisiana, and others that their family encounter who may need a hug. They believe when you get a hug, you should give a hug back. And they love the fact that each plush replica of Jesus Christ and Mother Mary have a heart monogrammed on their chest to serve as a reminder to all of God's comfort, God's presence, God's mercy, but most of all, God's love. They ask that you join them in praying, Jesus, I trust in you, and share a hug today. Please welcome my good friend, Jennifer Angele. Good morning, Grieving Together podcast. Today we have in-house my good friend, Jen Angele from Hugs from Heaven, and she is gonna share her mission and her purpose with Hugs for Heaven and how she um, came to be with this mission, how she purchased uh, the company, and um, she's going to share a little bit about her heart. As all of you know, um, the purpose of our show is um, to journey through loss together as uh, friends and as family. And Jen has um, a special story to share with us today about her brother and her dad. So, Jim, thank you for joining us today, and
0: awesome. uh, we're so happy to have you. It's great to be here. I love it. It's uh, it's good to visit with good friends. So, um, thank you for having me.
1: You're welcome. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and um,
0: how, how you came
1: to be today <laughs> over
0: here. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, so, born and raised here in Brobridge. Um. Grew up Catholic. Big part of our family. I have three brothers, three sisters. Um, Yeah, big, big Catholic family. We're just adjusting the the volume
1: here. It's (laughs) it's good now. There you go.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah, so just, you know, grew up here in rural Louisiana and Cajun Catholic. Um, Just. Doing the things that we do as a family, and um, so went to went to college, went to LSU, graduated in education. Um, I later went back and got my master's in business. So um, and got married to the love of my life, Glenn. He's amazing, um, and we have one son, Anthony. He's fourteen um he's uh he's our little pride and joy and I have three stepdaughters who are older from um Glenn was previously married and so we have three I uh, have three stepdaughters so yeah we have a, our big Cajun family
1: Cajun family I'm
0: adjusting uh
1: the volume just a little bit more just to make sure that we can hear Jen okay so maybe speak a little louder Jen just so that we I know it's it's that one's the first time I use that microphone, so just bear with us. <laughs> um the thing that I was thinking about this morning, um, you know, just thinking about uh Glenn and y'all are so involved in the community and it's beautiful how mm-hmm. y'all um everything you do, you touch, you make beautiful, and your faith is alive in everything that you do. But I was also thinking about like the part with your dad. Like before you met Glenn you were, your dad was already building beautiful things, which is so crazy. But it, you know, God always works in those miraculous, divine providence. So, um, just share. Why don't you share about? Um, go back to the beginning and share about your brother. It was your brother that passed away first.
0: Actually, it was dad. It
1: was dad. Okay, right. so see, I was confused. Um, but just share about that and about what happened. You know, how your family handle it. Um, just whatever your heart, whatever comes to your heart
0: yes um so dad was dad was in the military for twenty years served in vietnam um and when he retired, he started a construction company in nineteen seventy eight seventy nine I was about four years old so at that time I'd go to work with him I i was just dad was i was this little sidekick i just um I adored being around my father, and he was the center of our family and just strong father figure. Dad, at night, would make us pray together at 8 p.m. At night, it was prayer time, so we all had to gather and pray together, and um, probably about once or twice a month, he'd say, okay, it's hug night. So we'd all have to, after our prayers, we'd have to hug each other. So you look at your older brother. <laughs> who was pulling your hair earlier, and you're like, oh, I got to hug him, and your little sister who was aggravating you, and you got a hug, and then it just kind of diffused everything, and we'd be laughing and crying and just sharing and soften our hearts, and there was something like really special about hug night, right? Yeah. Um, and there was something really special about us gathering around to pray together, and Most of the time, it was a chore for us, and we were aggravated to have to do it, but looking back, it was such a beautiful thing for us to gather as a family and call upon the Lord, and we'd offer, each one of us got to say what we needed help with in our lives, so, and then also what we were grateful for, Um, and I've tried to do that with Anthony, Um, and the same, we have our little prayer night. It doesn't work every night with basketball practice and this, and you get crazy as a mom, but um, in a family, you get so, I hate that word, but busy. Um, But we do try to come together and pray together. So, yeah, back to Dad. So, just a big influence in my faith life, because he made sure we got to church every Sunday. We took up the whole pew with seven kids, you can imagine. There was nine of us when we showed up, and Um, it was a big deal, and our our faith was, you know, he gave, I always say, Dad, my greatest gift from my father is my faith life, so, um, so, yeah, okay, fast forward, I go to LSU, Dad gets sick, um, and Mom's like, okay, everyone needs to be close, and so I moved back after I graduated, about in 96, um, just walking with dad through his cancer, and that was, that was hard, um, that was just hard for all of us, um, to go through that, and then when he passed away, he was 62, that was in 2001, but we were all around him, he was at home, and, um, Father Champagne, (laughs) who was this incredible priest, uh, Father Michael Champagne, he was there and my sister she they play music and sing and so Kelly sang my older sister was singing uh, Amazing Grace and she sang his little soul to heaven and it was mm-hmm. beautiful them, to have us to experience that and witness that but um, and then the grief comes in the darkness and then the sadness and then walking through all that so that was in October of 2011 when dad passed and we were just all even though we knew it that he was Going to pass, and we were, you know, you think you're prepared, but you're not prepared (laughs) when that hole, that darkness, that sadness, that deep grief hits you. Um, I don't know, you just, I remember crying and crying and crying, and just Glenn was like, We were married then, we got married in 2000, so this was a year after we got married. After a while, he was like, I just don't know how to help you, and I just closed the door in my room and just cried, and I don't know, I was like, I didn't know what to do with that, and we were all grieving. Mom was grieving, um, my brothers, all of us, you know, it's just this big loss. Dad... So when dad started his construction company, he also started other companies. He wanted us all to work there. He wanted us all to be near him. And he would say, okay, we're going to all buy this big piece of property together, and we're going to build houses, and in the middle will be a pool. We can all share that and like, the communal living, right? We're going to share a housekeeper, and we're going to... Like everybody pitch in, and we'll have big family. Like he didn't want to let. It's that true Cajun way. Like he wanted his family around us. He wasn't saying, "Oh, Jen, go move to New York, the way where you want to be." He was like, "Come, <laughs> stay, close, and um, you know that family, that bond. He just wanted us near him. But we didn't know how to live without him. <laughs> so because he had, we had created such a dependency on our father and. Maybe not such a healthy way, I guess. And um, you know, um,
1: I think it's beautiful how you respected him so much, you know, and that he was that center, you know, like what we're doing right now, the consecration yes. is, you know, to Saint Joseph. That he he is important, yeah. you know, and they they are supposed to be our fathers are supposed right. to be.
0: It threw me full of loop. It really it put me in a bad place when the, when I found out Dad had cancer. It really like threw me off center and it was a dark place for me i made a lot of poor choices and uh, substance abuse and do you feel all that like panic like oh my god how i'm going to live without mm-hmm. my dad <laughs> you know and this strong male who's uh, been telling me what to do how to do it, you know? um so there was a lot of darkness through that period and um you, you go to the, through that as a teenager and then as a young 20 year old I was just lost and it was and then so he yeah he passed I didn't he passed and just a few months later on Valentine's Day Jeff my oldest brother older brother I have an a brother was older but um Jeff was working for one of the companies leading he was the CEO of one of our companies and he's went through his own darkness too it's this grief just i don't know we just there was dysfunction and so some substance abuse and he was um, he got in a really tragic car accident and on valentine's night and um, and he passed so this so we have a double grief in our family you know within just a very short period and so we all kind of went in our own direction, I think, I don't know, it was just, we didn't know how to deal with it, we did not know how to deal with it, and so it, it, it there was some deep, deep fractures in our family for a long time, but, um, you know, when I look back now, I'm like, okay, <laughs> you just don't have the tools, I, we didn't have the tools okay. to deal with it, and we didn't, I don't know, you go... Into your home, but I do remember one person bringing mom, um, the pieta, and Mary holding Jesus' body, a statue. And that was the one thing I remember it just gave mom that somebody, you know, when Mother Mary knows mm-hmm. how it is to lose a son, um, it gave her just some sense of comfort that somebody knew what she was going through um so yeah you know so then you start turning to your faith and you're like lord I've tried everything else I've tried my way <laughs> I've tried every vice in the book like maybe there's something about this faith that dad mm-hmm. kept you know presenting to us and bringing us and dragging us to church and making us pray together like what let me just maybe try dad's way now <laughs> Let me. Was he saying something that I should have been paying attention to? So you that know,
1: always need to. goodness. I tried my way for a long time.
0: Yeah, and there, you know, there was a lot of shame. There was a lot of guilt. Mm. There was like, you go, you know, you go to your therapist and's like, tell me the answer. And then, you know, one day at a time, you just start surrendering, and you're like, okay, Lord. Let me try your way, and um, you get grace. It was, I wanted it all to happen. I just wanted to be a new person, just today. Just do it, you Mm -hmm. know, have that big, you know, fall off the horse, St. Paul conversion, but it didn't work like that. So little by little, I think, day by day, and starting to understand that it's a process, and, you know, those deep, deep wounds and those core longings and um, that, you know, if you're willing to turn to the good Lord and let him love you and have mercy. That wasn't what I thought the good Lord was. I thought it was the hammer, and I was scared, Mm -hmm. and it was, you know, judgment, and I was, you know, the bad, the wrong, all that. And there's this beautiful new St. Francis way, this beautiful gift of Faustina saying, no, Jesus is the face of mercy, like, no judgment. Just, we just come, let me love you where you are. And, you know, you don't have to run away. I'm going to meet you right there. So this beautiful gift of faith and, you know, I'm always, I'm not that holy, but I need it. Uh, I'm not living to like, I'm walking this walk and making these studies and doing the things I do because I need it. Like I'm a pilgrim on the journey. And, you know, so, uh, it's hard for me to share all that because I don't want anybody ever. I just don't want it to be that, oh, she thinks she's. I don't want to be that religious person out there. I want to. It, it's an authentic walk of that. I know I need it. Mm-mm. I'm broken, but blessed. Yeah. And I'll say it every day. And oh, yeah. I've tried everything else. Like, I know that there's just this beautiful testimony of like, the good Lord with, with mercy and it's like come on hold your hand and yes. just there's so few safe places in the world you know everyone has their issues everyone has their little brokenness we can all do great snapchats <laughs> Instagram and Facebook but you know there's um, when you can find people to walk with you uh, authentic love and hold your hand and be real with each other and be raw and say god that was hard and god I messed up and it was so stupid but Mm -hmm. you know um it was faith that saved me from all of it and my family you know my mom she's come I'm just so proud of her she's come such a long way and I don't you know I didn't understand what she was going through and she didn't have the tools and nobody was you know everybody was lost yeah yeah and so you can look back and see that and just and I'm proud of my family's closer than ever. We have, you know, we still have our issues. We all like, you know, can We're food all fights, yeah. <laughs> yes. But it's true, it's true. And now we just understand each other a little more. But we've all, we all have the battle wounds. We all been to war together, and yeah. so, you know, your That's family's so your family.
1: And y'all or y'all are on the same team. You're yeah, battling <laughs> each other. <laughs> like most crazy. days, most days,
0: <laughs> it's not perfect, but and so. Yeah, I'm not real comfortable sharing all my testimony, but I there there is there's such a truth, like I can't deny it anymore. It's yeah. like I know that it's my faith journey you that it's different. Yeah. And so my heart is so grateful. So if I can share that with anybody, that's like it helps someone say, It will get better. I've been through it, I've been there, oh my God, tried that. Like That little broken 18-year-old or, you know, 21-year-old who's just struggling and she has stars in her eyes and she just wants to do great things with her life and yet she keeps tripping in the same hole. (laughs) Come see. (laughs) Like, come on, the Lord's with you and you're not alone. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I always say that, you know... Don't do what I did because I did it all wrong. (laughs) I'm just here to tell you if you're doing it wrong, there's hope because I did it all wrong.
0: And then you have testimony when you, you know, party. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But I think people will listen to you whenever you're authentic and honest and say, no, I'm not this. I'm actually this. No, I'm not strong. I'm actually weak in need of a Savior. I think people will actually listen to you more than if someone who did it all right. And not to say that that's, like, shame on you for doing or shame on you for not doing it all all right, but right. I think it's just, like you said, like, just this mercy. I was raised, too, to think that God was just, justice and judgment. I think it probably prevented me from making a lot of wrong decisions. <laughs> I mean, I did make wrong decisions. I'm just saying, like, more wrong decisions because I was afraid. <laughs> yeah. I was a big scaredy cat. But, um... There, there was a disconnect, definitely, when I lost Talon and Emma. I didn't believe that God loved me because it didn't feel like love. Mm-hmm. And um, it didn't feel that God was good. And so I think because of my misconception about God's love and God's mercy, I grieve differently. Mm-hmm. And I feel sometimes, too, like as a mama, like raising a child, you, know, you don't want them to make the wrong mistakes. Right. So it's like we are teaching them justice but it's like to make that connection like right god loves you the same way that mom and dad loves you like we're going to correct you but we're going to love you anyway we're not going to love you because our or because or not because of your what you do it's because of who you are and that was i did not know that you know i was never taught that
0: yeah that's beautiful and you don't have to be perfect to be loved oh I could be a perfectionist and that's you know a battle against that and it's like you don't have to be perfect to be loved and life is not perfect and but it's still good it's good there's still goodness yeah that's the <laughs> that's the glory story that's, I love that's that. the key
1: <laughs> so awesome well thank you for sharing about your brother mm-hmm. and your dad and um there's so many people who are suffering who've lost siblings and lost parents and um just so many people have lost anyone, um, and don't know where to take it, so that's like our purpose with the Grieving Together show, is that we, um, we, uh, we share our stories, and regardless of what or how deep we go, I mean, there's times that I share a lot more than I do, um, there's, there's times like whenever, like this morning, I was having a, you know, we've been trying to get pregnant for eight years since my last miscarriage, and, you know, just, I had a moment this morning and I text one of my friends and I, you know, it's like different ta- like, you know, some days I'm grieving my infertility. Sometimes I'm, you know, grieving Talon. Some days I'm grieving Emma. Sometimes I'm grieving my mom. So it's like every part of my, sometimes I'm not grieving or yeah. aware of being grieved. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm feeling joy. So it's like everyone needs to know, like there's, there's seasons and there's triggers and sometimes you don't feel it. Right. And it's all normal. You know, I think sometimes people feel like, um, they're going crazy when they have these thoughts or like, mm-hmm. like you said, like the shame and the embarrassment, like after, after all these years, I still feel like this. Well, no, it's because we still love that person or we still yearn for a child, right. you know, that our grieving is, and it's seen by God, you know, whereas, um, I think our, the enemy would love nothing more for us to, than for us to know that we're, or to feel like we're alone, um, but that's not our truth. So, that's the purpose of the podcast: is that people know that they're not alone. The-
0: and love it in your ministry. I mean, I think it, it just touched my heart because of like, there's a need. There's such a need because I know it would have been great, you know, twenty years ago for us to have some help holding our hand as a family to say this is a process and this is why am I angry why was I angry with Jeff you know (laughs) I'm like I was so mad I'm like I'm not supposed to be mad I'm supposed to be sad what is this Mm -hmm. um and going through that phase of the grieving process now I understand you know that was just that was another layer of dealing with why and then I got angry at myself. Why didn't I save him? Why didn't I do more yeah. to help him and walk with him? I couldn't and so then you like what when you were him? young. Like oh. <laughs> I always think
1: about that. When I lost time, I was twenty five years old. Yeah. Like and not to say that I would have handled it handled it different. But I was still a kid. Like you were a kid, like when you right. lost your dad and you lost your brother, like just the The life experience and the way that I look at life differently now that I'm 40 than when I was 25. I mean, it's totally different, you know? Not to say that I wouldn't have been angry or any of that, but maybe I wouldn't have. I don't know.
0: But definitely, Redbird is is so beautiful in their mission, and it's so necessary. And I think it was a space that hadn't been...
1: Touched by the church, yes. Here's our answering call that the church needs, so super important. But I want to talk today um, about your little company. I love it. (laughs) I love it. I told Jen, I was like, you have to keep on doing this. (laughs) Um, Jen's company um, is called Hugs from Heaven. And I'm going to let you explain it because you know it best. (laughs) Um, But tell us about Hugs from Heaven. Tell us who it was founded by, how you came um, to purchase it, and just everything that is good about hugs
0: because it's great awesome I'm excited to share with you okay so gosh Anthony was about Anthony's 14 so he was about seven years old it was for his seventh birthday we had a big birthday party this is the time when okay you invite the entire class right so you invite 60 kids and to your house for a birthday party in his little class and He's opening Tonka trucks. He's opening, you know, Green Monsters and um, Star Wars and all this boy stuff, footballs and all this. And um, he had a package that had come in, and I put it with his toys. And we open it, and it's a Jesus job. So <laughs> like, I'm going to just go put this on his bed, right? And there's all these kids, and it's wild, and it's having fun. But I go just tuck it on his bed. And after the whole day is over, I was like, um, let, me, let me read the card. And it was from a, a friend at school, a little girl who couldn't come to the birthday party, had set the Jesus doll. Jesus plush doll was about 21 inches. It was this precious little, cute little face. I'm like, okay. Um, my first thought, Kelly, was like, how brave is this mom to send a little boy a doll? <laughs> And it's Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, that's like a really brave mama in the face of um, all the monogrammed and cool stuff and, Mm -hmm. you know, over the top. And so I was like, I don't even know if anything's going to like it. What is he going to do with it? I, I don't even, I didn't even know. But I just put it on his bed. Well, that night he went to bed and he just grabbed it and he was exhausted but he wrapped his arms around it and fell asleep and woke up with jesus um there the next day anyway so i just i was like there's something to it well every day since then that child has slept with his jesus and we call it a pillow okay because uh he's six foot two he's 13 shoe right and it's football <laughs> basketball all this sports but every night he grabs his jesus pillow and he's like mom it reminds me to pray it's my comforter it's um i don't know there's something to it so i just saw the effect it had on anthony and i was like wow this is maybe i could be a little brave too and share my faith without saying a whole bunch Anthony has 34 first cousins, so Glenn is one of nine. I'm one of seven. We have a lot. Our families are big, so it's like the big, fat Cajun family. Um, But anyway, we um, so for Christmas, I called. I was like, okay, I need to get these, so I called, and I got ordered them by the case and gave them all to the cousins for Christmas. And then I just kept ordering, you know, as moms, you know, you're on the birthday circuit, so we have a gift closet, and I just order them by the case. And keep them, and if somebody would need one or I'd see a need, we'd share. So one day, uh, the owner, Julie, came to my house to deliver an order, and she said, you know you're my biggest customer. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, don't juggle it. Um I'm like, really? So I was like, come inside. Let's have coffee. Let's talk. So we started sharing our hearts. And she's like, my birthday is January 6th. I'm like, my birthday is January 6th. I'm well, like, Estelle's birthday is January 6th. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I know, the epiphany. So I'm like, and um, so we just started talking and we just connected. I just loved her heart. She's beautiful. She's from Kaplan. Her name's Julie Romero. Um so I'm like, tell me the story, tell me everything I want to know how did this happen So she shared with me Her brother was very, very ill He was um, in a hospital In New Orleans, and was going through transplant Surgery, and um, She was very close to her brother And so she goes in the chapel while he's going, Undergoing these surgeries, and she goes in the chapel And she prays, and she's by herself And she prays, and she's like Lord, I just wish you were here To hold me I need somebody to comfort me, hold my hand, just like, I just need a hug, I just wish she were with me, and, um, she's like, I'm just babbling, going on, in my prayer, and just begging him, and she said, get quiet for a moment, and she said, this image comes into my mind, and it's an image of this little doll, this soft, plush image of Jesus to create, and she says, it's so strong, and she's like, it's, He asked me to create it, he said, it's for you, and it's for you to share with the world, and um, it's your hug from heaven, Mm -hmm. it makes me want to cry, (laughs) (laughs) and so she said, I just kind of thought, there's no way, I I don't even, why me at first, and like, okay, so she says that she just puts that away, and Goes on with her the day, and he, her brother survived the surgeries, and um, she said, but it wouldn't go away. Like the vision wouldn't go away, the the tugging on her heart to create it, but um, she put it off for thirteen years. Wow. Yep, and he um his health declined. Her brother's health declined until then, and he died on January sixth on her birthday. Oh my gosh. Right, and um. But she said she actually, her grief, she had grieved it all before. Mm-hmm. And she was prepared, and she knew he was with Jesus. So there was, like, great joy in her heart. Mm-hmm. And she was able to help her parents walk through that grief. She said, but that image was so strong. She's like, so in that same year, she created. She went to her high school home ec teacher. She's like, I have this vision that Jesus gave me, and I need help creating it. So they go to Hobby Lobby, and they <laughs> buy the fabric, And together, her and her high school homemade teacher create the first prototype of Hugs from Heaven. I mean, wow, huh? From rain. (laughs) (laughs) And so the design, I'm like, Julie, the design, it's so simple. She's like, yep, that's that's how we wanted it. His eyes are closed, Mm -hmm. and the hearts are monogrammed Mm -hmm. with a heart um, on the chest. And it's like, it's the divine mercy. It's Mm -hmm. no judgment all love and mercy, like, come, I just want to love you, I want to comfort you, and, and you don't even have to say anything, (laughs) just, just bring yourself to me, and you are enough, and I will, I'll, I'll take care of you, and give you the graces you need to walk your walk in life, and so I had a big devotion to divine mercy when Glenn and I got married, I was just like, um, I, I don't know, it just, it spoke to my heart, and so when She told me that story and the DAOs, and it just all connected for me. So um, I was like, Julie, if ever you think about selling the company, um, I don't know why I'm even asking you this, but it's on my heart to buy it. And um, she was like, wow, okay. She's like, actually, actually, I've been thinking about writing books, starting to write a book. I want to write my story. She has four kids. Um. They live in rural Kaplan. She's like, you know, when you're mom raising four young children, it's, you know, her life is busy. She said, I don't have the time to commit to share the dials with the world. And I was just coming off of six years of working in politics. So I was like, I'm ready for something the exact opposite <laughs> spectrum of that crazy political world that I do love, but it's, you know, there's a whole underbelly of challenges when politics as you know um um so I was just ready for something sweet and something beautiful and I said well I can do this as a little hobby I can whatever so it took us about a year and we just started going through negotiations first we were like okay let's each 50 50 and then we went through the whole like the business side of it and then at the end she was like you know I just you buy the whole thing and Let's go see what, that's where the Lord takes you. So, I know, and it, it was like, oh, I don't know what you're asking of the Lord, <laughs> but okay, let me just see what's, um, I don't know, it it was just on my heart, and God does those things to you, and, you know, it's, um, but anyway, so by the company, that was about, that was three years ago, July. So as soon as I buy the company, they were like, "I, I said I need a reorder." Okay, Julie, where'd you get you know these maids? She sends me the manufacturer, and it's um, it's overseas, it's in Asia. So I call the company, and they're like, mm, "We are not making, we're not making plush anymore. We're just we're just gonna do electronics." <laughs> so I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you so I don't have a manufacturer. Like, who's gonna make this for me? How am i gonna do this? Like, okay, Lord. I just bought this company. what are you asking? what what how you gotta help me So I did a lot of research and tried to here in America there's only like three factories in America. we we went around but it'll cost over a hundred dollars, you know, retail and so I prayed about that. I'm like, oh, that was hard for me to go outside mm-hmm. even start, thought about starting my own manufacturing company, but I'm like, I, you know mm-hmm. this learning the learning curve of that I was like, it's just going to take too long. Um, let me just go with where people, you know, plushes, 90% of the world of plushes made. So we got on a plane, brought my son, we went and researched and I made sure I joined organizations like, um, one was called ICTI and it, it cared about social issues. So it cared about women and children mm-hmm. and made sure they had lighting and make sure they had connections to each other because, um. A lot of these factories will separate the families. Like, I, I cared about, yeah. I said, if they care about their people, they care about their product. So I found only A-rated factories, and I went and I toured and um, made sure. Yeah, and so we were able to be there through the whole process, prayed with them, watched it made from start to finish. They're all handmade, and, uh, you know, just, uh, they're such a special product product Mm -hmm. uh i wish i could make them all myself but i (laughs) can't you know you gotta let go that's my perfectionism like i want to hold it and Mm -hmm. do it myself but uh yeah you know this is the next best thing to to just watch the whole process being made from the little eyes being monogrammed to the heart and just uh i don't know i just couldn't you know they they provide such beauty and love and comfort without having to say it A whole bunch, Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. So that's the story of how we got to today. (laughs) I love
1: it too. she has a big Mary and a big Jesus and a small Mary, a small Mary and a small Jesus and um a Mary keychain so oh my goodness we just
0: launched those we launched the, the, she's just missing <laughs> excuse the
1: Jesus uh keychain oh okay we'll, we'll get her one <laughs> def- well, she definitely told me she said mom now that you can sell them on your website I love I it I need it yes <laughs> and she sleeps with it every night Aww. she all oh, four in her bed
0: that's amazing she them all night that's <laughs> so beautiful and so all these stories yeah and you know um we put some out on social media, but there's some that are just so um, intense and, and real about um, one little, one mom I'll share with you. Her daughter um, tried to commit suicide, 13 years old, um, and so the mom sends a picture to a friend, and she's in the hospital fighting for her life, holding her married out. And then she passes away the next day and a couple of weeks later the mom sends me the picture her mom Mm -hmm. is holding the doll, and she says i don't want my child to hold but i'm holding on to mary and just thank you for your work and i'm like it's holy spirit for sure and just the beauty of it's the comfort right it's it's not all this doctrine or preaching but I love my rosary, mm-hmm. I love a cross, mm-hmm. I love a candle, but they're all hard mm-hmm. substances, this sweet little plush, is those. we upgraded the fabric, they're extra sweet, they're mm-hmm. extra soft and there's something about them, they're a real simple design, but it's like, it's the true hug, when you hug it and just, I think you close your eyes and mm-hmm. you just say, okay Lord with me, it's a reminder, it's a reminder. It's
1: something tangible
0: that you can hold on right. to. Right. And it's, uh, you know, many of times I've jumped in Anthony's bed and grabbed it myself and just like, okay, you cry during the day and Lord give me the strength to face what I need to face, to do what I need to do. And there's just, there's something, we, you know, we'll leave it on the sofa and you just pass by it. And he's just smiling at you with his eyes closed. He's like, okay. And, um, but those stories, I have a little boy, he had brain, a mom sent me a picture. She has a, he had a, he has a brain tumor little eight years old in the hospital and he wrote scripture he has scripture tattoos all over his arm and uh, holding on to his jesus doll, going for his surgery and after surgery that's all he wants um just those beautiful stories of people who are struggling real life and need comfort um catherine so jamie howard he was the lsu quarterback here you know um just great family, his beautiful wife Catherine, they have four kids, and Catherine was going through her cancer and chemo treatments, and she brought him with her, and she'd say she'd post pictures on social media and say you know, my kids, Jamie's at home with the kids, taking care of the kids, but I'm my Jesus here with me and those beautiful stories and when I went to her wake oh, that makes me want to cry, and Jamie said, I'm holding on to her Jesus now, you know, and so those stories of um, grief. And that, so when I see you, Cal, and know what you went through and just that to put something comforting in your arms and your child's arms and your husband's arms. And just this a sweet little reminder that you're not alone, that um, our faith is real and that there's a source out there of goodness mm-hmm. looking after us that has our back in ushering us, you know home all walking each other home and so I'm like I don't want to be known as a Jesus girl like that's <laughs> not me and I'm not that holy. and I'll be the first one to say that but there's also something like the good Lord has me by the collar and he's like just share my love and share my mercy and share there's so many people who need it and um like it's undeniable so like I don't have a choice I have to sh- just, <laughs>
1: I have- had someone tell me one time whenever you know, I was struggling with like saying yes and like letting my yes mean yes because mm-hmm. you know like I still feel broken, you know, and I Absolutely. you know, every time you I share with someone like like my hands sweat, like my heart races and like I it's not always comfortable. And right. you know, and especially whenever someone comes up to you and tells you how you changed your life, like like, you don't feel worthy of right. it, you know? I'm always battling that. But it's so beautiful how our yes, even, like, Mary's was not, hers was not, it wasn't confident in knowing what was going to happen. She said yes without knowing what was going to happen. But she said yes anyway. It didn't mean that she wasn't. right you Know scared because there are depictions of the Annunciation where she's kind of like taken back, right. and I think that I live my life like that. Oh my god, I said Wait. yes, but I don't really know what it means. Can
0: I read the book first? <laughs> <laughs> let me know what's gonna happen exactly. here. Exactly. Trusting, yeah, that's it. Surrender, trust, and uh, yeah, let it be done to me. That's hard, that's yes. hard for a person who control freak or (laughs) perfectionist and then you're like okay I have to surrender like and trust that it's going to be okay. That's it doesn't
1: mean that we don't love the Lord with <laughs> all of our hearts. It just means we have trust issues. And yeah, trust I'm have to deal with that.
0: I'm sure they have a therapy group for that, too. <laughs> oh so. my all they of it. All of anything. it. You just got to keep trying. I think, you know, it's different seasons in your life. I couldn't have did this when I was 30 or you know, definitely not when I was 20. But, you know, now it's just a season in my life that's been so beautiful. Um, we love to travel. Like, it's Glenn and I... We just that's just that's our hobby. We love to travel, and so we brought them. We were able to bring them to Bambino Gesu in Rome. They uh, Rome they run a Vatican. The Vatican runs a hospital for the underprivileged children Mm -hmm. called Baby Jesus Bambino Gesu. How beautiful is that? Right. So we connected with a priest from here, Father Ben Pete. And he, yeah, so he was there in Rome, he was studying and he was like, uh, the hospital is like connected to where I am. It was like wow. their neighbors. And so he said, I'm going to walk over, I'll set it up. So we flew into Rome for Christmas last year and we were able to bring to the Christmas party, Jesus and Mary Dallas. Now all these little mamas in there with their sick babies, right? Their sick children that come can't speak or communicate I know very little Italian like ciao um dobe <laughs> where's the bathroom um no but so we get there and then tears in their eyes and they're holding my hand and they're like thank you thank you and just you know and um it was beautiful it was beautiful to be able to share because I said wherever we go we're gonna just like leave plant the seeds right mm-hmm. so we did that give back Then in New York City, they have the Sisters of Life, Mm -hmm. beautiful nuns, and they, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, the sanctity of life, Mm -hmm. and the moms who are struggling. So we shipped a bunch to them to give to the ladies that, um, and some of them have kids with them who bring kids who are pregnant, and um, so they gave them to those, and I received a beautiful letter about just how the kids were excited and carrying their little Jesus or their little Mary, and... um, so that was beautiful, and then this summer we brought him Father Champagne opened the Don Bosco Center in Saint Martinville, which is a center for youth, and they, um, he's like it's a program from three to five actually during the school year, and they are, um, they're helping children with their schoolwork. He said, "I'm going to feed them. We're going to uh, mentor them. We're going to we're going to do their homework with them, help them with their grades, and then we're going to pray with them." Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful. So Anthony, um, he was doing some service. He had some service hours to earn, so he went there, and we, we shared with the kids there. Um, so we every time we sell one, we we give back, and so it's definitely been a ministry for our little family. Um, it's been beautiful and unexpected graces. So I said three years. I'm going to keep it for three years. But then God's like, oh, you have some more work to do. So, you know, it's not your plan. So I'm like, okay, where are we going with this? But I don't know, Kelly. I don't know. Um, it's, uh, I don't know. You just are amazed by the way that, that God can work in your life. And it's unexpected. And it's not my plan. Yeah. This is not what I thought thought I would be doing, <laughs> or, uh, I'm like, ah. and no, and so, you know, and you're like, okay, I'm called, and I just, it's, you placed me here, and this is a season of sharing and in, in, in this way, and, um, and so many blessings, so, and I'm grateful, and I'm, I'm grateful for us to connect, you know, when I first met you, Kelly, you had the store, mm mm-hmm yes and uh your little girl was crawling around mm-hmm. her her little leg it was in you know she was healing from that mm-hmm. and you monogrammed anthony's gift basket uh easter, easter basket. basket easter basket and we still have it and we still use it <laughs> and i remember getting on the floor and just like you know playing with a little girl while you were taking care of some business and just she was so beautiful and she was just uh she was just so precious and her temperament. She was just so calm. and
1: Opposite of still.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just remember that day so vividly. And I was like, look at this, and all that beautiful monogram clothes. And she was like, you know, just doing her thing while you worked. And I was like, this is, I had such admiration for you from that moment. Just like, look at this working mom, getting it done, and just, you know. I don't know, it was, there was something, there was something, uh I, I, I could just feel there was something super special. And um, so I've just had admiration for you. When you lost her, I just, uh, yeah, it broke all of our hearts. I mean, like it did yes. yours. So we, um, yeah, that was, that was hard. And
1: I think our first, connection with me and Michelle had a math class at UL (laughs) 1999 she she, uh I have a love like I was in interior design when I met your sister and so I have a love of beauty too (laughs) so we have a similar personality loving beautiful beautiful things but um I still remember like, I remember when your dad passed away. Mm-hmm. Now I was, cause me and Michelle were friends. And yeah. I remember when your brother passed away. Although like, we weren't super, super close, we were still friends. Right. And, um, I just, I remember how that, you know, affected your family and, you know, especially the company. I mean, you, you're not only grieving and then you're trying to piece your life <laughs> together and figure out what what is going on with our business and, and then just watching that. And then yep. later... Um, well, when I was pregnant for the twins, I did Aflac, and I did insurance at your dad's company. I forgot about that. Well, your dad passed away, but Joey would help yeah, me. <laughs> right. So it was, we've been connected, and our our lives have been webbed, weaved for a long time. Um, so thank you for commenting and sharing about this. Um, so I do have, let's see, one, two more questions. Okay. Um, how has hugs changed or increased your faith life? Because um, I know, um, I know anything that you do when you're, you know, you oops, I'm sorry, I hit my ring. Uh, anything you do for God, um, you 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 get graces, you get blessings, and your life does change. So, um, I just wanted to to know what what do you feel is the, the
0: or what do you see has changed in your life? Mm. So, you know, going, so I took Jesus on the road. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the first conference we did was the uh, Catholic Marketing Network, CMN. So we went, and it was the most, I looked around, like, okay, these people are super, you know, they are into their faith. They were, um, I was like, I don't, I don't know if this is my space. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was, it was overwhelming. It was overwhelming to see, like, the, just you know, there's different levels of your faith life, right? And I didn't feel I was as far as a lot of other people, and I didn't even know if that's the path that I, I wanted, and I didn't understand. But it opened my heart to so many new things with like novenas and. And, you know, started to read, started to read about St. Francis. We went to Assisi mm-hmm. to see where he lived, and we walked in his footsteps, and we work working on a design for St. Francis now. And so um, it's definitely opened my heart to just the next level of mm-hmm. faith and trust. And I was like, you know, all that stuff we talk about, not enoughness, not a good enoughness, this is not who I am. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm always searching. That's in... I, I like the pilgrim, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the life of a pilgrim. So I feel like I'm going even deeper. So um, I really have. I've been going to daily mass, which has been so beautiful. And I have friends who do yoga and meditate, which I, that's awesome. And, I, you know, I love that. I've done that a, a season in my life. But mass daily mass at 30 minutes is so beautiful for me because I feel like it's my little meditation. And yes. So just incorporating, just trying to be more... Uh, mindful and peaceful. I think my heart is softening. Uh, uh, Sister Miriam talked about that my heart be one of flesh Mm -hmm. and not hard, right? And not scared and not afraid. Mm -hmm. And so allowing myself to feel his love and mercy and trusting that it's okay. And that truly what he says is what he said. So I think it's more of interior life, mm-hmm. um, interior change, softening, trying to let go of the judgment. Mm-hmm. I'm hardest on myself, so, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And so just giving myself some credit and allowing, like, this message to really penetrate my heart. And I think the more that that happens, I'm more compassionate to other people and less judgmental <laughs> of others and being like, oh, she's acting that way, you know, hurting people hurt people. Yes you know, and so, okay, I'm not going to take that personal, and just, I'm going to just move in a different direction, or, you know, so just, I think, understanding, but is that just maturity, because <laughs> this season, or is that faith life, because um, Hugs has exposed me to new people, and new, you know, the Sisters of Life, I think they're so beautiful, Father Michael Champagne, like, I'm finding new inspiration of saying, um, you know, my fashion magazines aren't where, you know, you, you just, exactly. you move to a new space of living to say, I want more authentic um, living, and uh, so I'm supposed to leave in two weeks for my pilgrimage, mm-hmm. I am in Spain, mm-hmm. and starting in Lourdes, I've never been starting in Lourdes, and then going to Saint-Jean, and walking 500 miles, by myself, with a backpack, with two sets of clothes, my hair up, no makeup, and just freedom to walk with the Lord and my journal, and just say, "Okay," um, like that simplicity, that simple living, and uh, it was on, once once you start the Camino de Santiago. That's the the walk, the St. James Way, and it's the Francis one that I was planning. Um, I don't know what the coronavirus right now, I hate to even say that and put it out <laughs> in the universe because I'm like, no, don't do it. Anthony yesterday was like, mama, please. You know, he's like, uh, I just, he didn't, they don't want, it. Glenn and Anthony were supposed to come meet me to walk me in for Easter okay. week because I was going to finish his 33-day walk is what I had planned. So I have a never before in my life would have thought to do this mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we all like our little luxuries and creature comforts and like, you know, Coffee. yes, I'm you like,
1: water. my mom was like,
0: wait, what, why don't no, do it? But she softened and she's like, OK, uh, I just because I think you just keep searching and wanting that authentic life. So I think God's just calling me, um, you know, to let go of a few things, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Like he's like you really you don't know, you can travel a little lighter you don't need to carry that grief or you don't need to carry that 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 dagger anymore you can mm-hmm. let that go mm-hmm. like that's not serving you and that's not that's not who I want you to be anymore mm-hmm. and so you know it's a uh, peeling off those layers of the onion yes they make you cry <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so yeah, I know so it's crazy. like this deep like interior. Evolution and how you know, you struggle and it's, but it's day by day. I don't know. I might trip and fall tomorrow, mm-hmm. so I don't. I don't want to be on the top of the mountain saying, "Look at me, I'm so great," because that is not. My journey's my journey. Like, hey guys, if y'all want to walk with me, I, I need shoulder to shoulder. I need mm-hmm. somebody to hold my hand because I'm weak and uh, mm-hmm. now I'm more able to admit that, Kelly. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I'm more I able mean, because. Um, yeah. Life is short. I think mm-hmm. Jeff died at 33, <laughs> I guess it was Christ year. And I'm like, oh, you know, if only he'd had enough time to um, heal his wounds, those mm-hmm. core longings that he was struggling with that I can see now. And I just want to give him a hug and say, yeah. hey, Jeff, like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Right now it's just to pray for him or, you know, hug dad and say, thank you for my faith, dad. Thank you for hug night." Yeah. because I really needed it and yes. I didn't even know, I know. and so uh, yeah so we get to share hugs from heaven now mm-hmm. through this little company it's it's a ministry and we'll just uh, keep walking trying to stay close to the Lord but yeah pray for me because I need it yeah. uh, and I'll pray for you because I love you <laughs> I love
1: you too this is so awesome I love hugs from heaven I've always been a big cheerleader of it and um, I just want everybody to have them because they're so cute <laughs> And just, like, people stop you everywhere you go when you bring it. Like, they. oh, my gosh, you have Jesus with you? Like, people, you know, and, then, like, I've had to show people, like, the tag. Like, this is where you get it, you know. Oh, my so, gosh,
0: thank you. You know,
1: and, and I think that, you know, like, God is so intentional, like, by, you know, knowing that. And even, like, with, um, oh, my goodness, I forgot her name. Julie. Julie? Yes. Okay, oh, my gosh. yes. Even, like, with Julie, like, she knew that she wouldn't be able to take the hugs as far as you, because she was, you know, in that, not in that season of her life. But, like, you travel so much and going around the world, like, who would be able to go (laughs) bring a hug from heaven down to the hospital or the Vatican? Like, you know what I'm Um, saying? You know, like, God gave you that. Like, that was super intentional. Like, Mm -hmm. and he knew that he was going to give it to you and you'd say yes, because... He knows. Wow. You
0: know? Yeah. He's an awesome God. He yeah, is, we, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Well,
1: any last thoughts? Any, tell us where to
0: get the hugs uh, from heaven. Okay. Um, so we have an online website. You can get it. Um, www.hugsfromheaven.com um, We have 20% off for you listeners. Love, if you use coupon code LOVE20, you get oh, awesome. a 20% discount. And so we ship them out, and we wrap them in tissue paper that has hearts on it. <laughs> so when you get. It's all about love, that's all right. about love. And so um, yes, yeah, so you can ship them out. I said, instead of sending flowers, send a hug. Oh, right? Awesome. Yes. And um, so it's for every occasion. I mean, birthdays, baptisms, grieving parents, mm-hmm. grieving children. Mm-hmm. Um, I've even had a friend, um, she was going through a divorce, and she's like... I sleep with my Jesus down every night in my bed's so lonely, and I'm struggling. And so, like, I just, I mean, I never, that was something I never even thought that that would, yeah, fill a need. And then another segment was the college mission students. They're traveling with them. And so it's like the flat Stanley. They're like, Jesus is in Arizona, and Jesus is in Alaska. And so it's precious. And they tell me that, like, during prayer time, they'll pass it around. Like, it's your turn to speak you, oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. And so just this channeling of love and comfort, love and comfort. So, yeah, hugsfromheaven.com has them. But also, Kelly, I'm so excited to share. When I bought the company three years ago, we were just in South Louisiana. And now we're in over 24 states. Awesome. And so we have retailers throughout, you know, the country. And I'm hoping to get in all 50 states. But we're just, um, we're working on it. We just got back from Atlanta and, um uh, john hopkins hospital they picked them up their gift stores which is huge because these bigger places you know in the children's hospitals it's like
1: a hub to people come there right. and then you know from other states so
0: right can bring back home. right i'm so excited i just got another reorder last week from uh, st patrick's cathedral in new york city i love cardinal dolan <laughs> and love st patrick's yeah. and um you know, at one time in my life, it was all about Sax Fifth Avenue right there by side. <laughs> and now I'm like, no, I'm so excited about St. Patrick. You know, your priorities definitely change. It's crazy, Kelly. Um, but so, no, we're in St. Patrick's uh, EWTN. They're featuring us and they featured us last year for Hugs Day. And they're okay. featuring us again. We're going to have a little segment. Um, so it's been great. I mean, these partners who, you know, EWTN is in 140 countries. There's no way that I can afford that type of publicity. So when they do a segment on it, it, it really it, it helps spread the word. So. so it's been great. We are so just, I feel so blessed. And uh, I'm meeting so many great new people and God-filled people and people whose hearts are on fire for the Lord And inspires me So And like you I mean it's inspiring That you've taken your Your grief And your pain And you and Ryan Which y'all have been through and, and you turning it into This beautiful Beautiful ministry And gift for other people To heal And say You're not alone I've been through it You're gonna survive It's not gonna be easy But here's some tools So I think It's uh, I just admire you so much About You know I've watched you You grow into this uh This beautiful, faithful woman and it's inspiring and so yes.
1: Oh, so sweet. (laughs) You (laughs) have made me go. Well, I've been trying. Y'all just have not heard me. I've been silent about it. I'm like wiping my toes over here.
0: Uh, Oh yes. She's always necessary. Okay,
1: so I heard you mention earlier and you've told me this in the past. But I just love it. Like Jen wants to do prototypes of different saints. Like this is her dream. Like that God is like she's her next You already have it done, your prototype of St. Francis. I do, I have St. Francis. So what, how can people help you Uh. to get St. Francis (laughs) for sale? Oh, wow. So how can, like, they can call their local, like, stores, like, their Catholic bookstores to uh, ask them to put hugs for heaven, and give us some pointers, because there's people that are listening there's people in our community that are listening <laughs> and they probably don't have hugs from heaven in their drugstores and their yeah. little baby boutiques so tell yeah. us like how can they help hugs for heaven to grow so that we can have more saints to hug and um
0: yes like I mean, yes okay so wholesale accounts i do have wholesale accounts so that's my you know um if if People are interested in carrying them in their stores. Mm-hmm. It's uh, pharmacies have been amazing. I mean, that's the new gift shop. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely we have wholesale accounts, and so reach out to us. Um, it's um, send me an email info at hugsfromheaven.com, and we can definitely set up an account. We're always looking for new partners, and um, for the next level of of creating new. Uh, new characters spiritual you know um, saints and things like that um, I, I don't have a business plan I know I'm just <laughs> letting the Lord leave me but yeah, it's um, I, I'm not sure I'm not sure what's next I did I got in Mother Teresa mm-hmm. so we did Mother Teresa you did her? yes
1: I was about to mention something about she, Mother
0: Teresa she's but so... you, you said about
1: the business plan so there was this man I don't know if you heard this story there was this man who came to Mother Teresa with a check he wanted Oh, no, actually, he wanted to donate some land. I don't know. Did you hear this story? Okay, so he wanted to donate her some land. But he wanted to see her budget. <laughs> and so my, Mother Teresa turns and looks at him and she says, Who sent you? Like she would say. And um, he said, Well, nobody sent me. I, I felt this need that I needed to. I felt this desire that I needed to donate this land to you. She said, We have a need. We go to the chapel and we pray, and Jesus sends you.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: And so, that was a question that I was getting a lot. You know, like I, I, I um, submitted these applications for these grants, and I had these huge Catholic um, institutes and companies that um, I sent like four of them out, and that was what they wanted. To know what was my what was my budget and what was my plan. We have zero budget. Like we are right. a creating support group. We don't have no money over here. Like right. God, we're we're we are praying and we're going to the chapel. We're praying and right. God sends you. Uh-huh. You are my budget. Yeah. That's what right. she said. You are my budget. Right. So that that's not bad that you don't have a plan. Like that's
0: right. Yeah.
1: Being
0: led, I you know. know. And right now, so we try to give back every month. And we do a give back. Right now we're doing a give back for St. Joseph. So that okay. um, it's the consecration yes. to St. Joe by Father Calloway. He wrote this book that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I just have to say that I want to give a, a shout out to St. Joe. So this year is 150 years mm-hmm. that the Pope had named Um, St. Joe as the patron saint of our Universal Church. So this year is 150 years. So our bishop, Bishop Desitel, just named um, for our Lafayette Diocese that we will begin on March 19th on the Feast of St. Joe, a whole year to celebrate St. Joe. And I love it because we have Jesus Plush, we have Mary Plush, and I'm like, this St. Joe, like, completes the circle for us. So this book, so Kelly, we've given out I said, free books from Hugs from Heaven. We've given out over 100 books. Two days ago, I had a lady come, and she's like, my Teresians group wants to do the consecration together. It's a 33 days of prayers, and it's all in the book. But we want to do it together, so she... Um, she wanted 18 books. Mm-hmm. Two days before, another lady came. She wanted 15 books for her group to do it. Uh, there's a man group. I know Ryan is part yeah, of it nice. here in town, doing it together. And then we started online Facebook, the Louisiana Consecration to St. Joe by Father Calloway. And we have over 320 people doing it together right now. So, um, yes, we're like on day 19. It's incredible because um, just so many graces and blessings. So, and you ask me, you know, how's the Lord leading you? This is another thing that has come Absolutely. and um, into our life. And so, and it's a give back. And people love it. So now they're picking up the books at our office, Hugs from Heaven, which is also Angele Architects. So I have Glenn's staff handing out these books. And one lady came and she's like, I'm going through a divorce right now. And I need this book because I need a good man in my life. Aww. And so they're able to witness. So they like pulling out tissue and mm-hmm. ministering. And so I think that's just how the Lord works. Like, it just becomes this little web of goodness. You just keep spreading. And so, um, I don't know. I don't know where he's going to take me, but, like, I'm just trusting that it's, it's all... Thanks yes, Steph. providential. Absolutely. <laughs> Good stuff.
1: Good stuff. Well, thank you today for joining us. Thank you. And it was a pleasure having you. I love this little conversation that we I had. Do I love having you in house too. <laughs> well, the last two podcasts that I did, we did it over um, Zoom. So it's so nice to have someone in house that uh, we can look odd eye, you know, really heart to heart, like. Sister Miriam said the other day, reconciliation is eyelash to eyelash.
0: Ooh, yeah, that was, that was, was good.
1: In, intimate, you know, how Jesus is. But, um, oh, yeah.
0: We could talk all day about all this. I,
1: absolutely. We
0: could talk all day. <laughs> I love it. So,
1: whenever you do the next prototype, you'll have to come back and share Okay. <laughs> absolutely.
0: Thank you. Thank you. That I'm so honored that to process. be here. Yes, yes, yes. Well, awesome. Stuff. Well, you
1: have a great rest of your your day and Thank consecration
0: <laughs> and hope God blesses you tremendously. Go St. Joe. That's what I'm like. Go Campaign Saint for Joe. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and not to be uh, confused with Joe Burrow because we love him too in Louisiana, LSU. Uh, yeah. They Heisman call, Trophy. They room. call him <laughs> <in>
1: Burrow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my goodness. No. Hashtag Joe.
1: Tag Joe, that's a good one. All right, well, let's sign it out. Thank you for listening today to the Grieving Together show. Our hope is that you were able to find comfort in your grieving journey. To find out more about what resources and events Redbird Ministries has to offer, please visit us at www.redbird.love or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. Please make sure that you subscribe to our email list so that you can stay current on what is offered. If our show has touched your heart and you would like to make a charitable donation, you can do so on our website at www.redbird.love/donate. Lastly, if you would like to sponsor an episode, please reach out to us at Kelly at redbird.love. We leave you today in the two hearts. May God protect you and keep you, and God bless you.